Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. But it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask them to stop, they'll start shit. I'm talking sports to politics to back and forth to plead the fifth. And now I'm coming back for more. Bling, bling, really big ring. Bosky out with the crowny thing. With the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down as the Coach Kings. They tried to play me, dude. I, and it's hard to find online. I'm sure you looked online, too. To try yeah, to I tried to find it online because, like, you know, I've found others online because I've... Um, mm-hmm. But it's hard to find your car. Yeah, but I found other people's cars because, you know, I, I for some reason, I think certain women uh, think that I'm good at cars. Mm-hmm. So I've had... This has happened to me multiple times. Certain women or certain women? I don't know how to say the other one. Well, I've tried. I can't say it. You certain? You can't say women. W- women, is that correct? You can't say women? women. Am I saying that right? Is that for real? That's not a joke. Uh, yes, w- that's w- women. I can't. Can I take a video? Women. Uh, it's women. So funny. <laughs> I truly. That's why I just say women all the time. Oh my god. It's easier for me. Uh, sir, you Wait, can't say women, women for real. Women. Women. You're saying women. Is it good? Is it sound good? good. Women. Uh, I'm su- I'm such a. You do look uncomfortable. Uh, you're, su- you're such a man's right activist. You can't even say women. I can't. <laughs> I can only see them as one singular being. Oh uh, I'm a proud boy. Uh, uh, just kidding. Just kidding. I, we'll, we'll we'll get into what that means later. Uh, I but know. Um, <laughs> I know. But I don't. I don't think Jaquise caught the reference. I did. I caught it. I got it. <laughs> Um, uh, but uh, yeah. they like they'll like hit me up and be like, "Hey, can you fix this in my car?" And I've done it, but only through the power of Google. Like, yeah. So I've been able to find. So then my thing, my uh, charger port stopped working, and I just got a Volkswagen Jetta 2009. Yeah. Uh, and I like bought like all this shit, and then none of it worked because the car charger port wouldn't work. And I tried looking just to see the fuse box manual. And yeah. then I called this store, and the lady was like, you have to come and buy it. And I said, what? Just tell me what fuse it is. And then I drove to the dealership, and the guy was like, oh, I'll take care of it. Dude, no worries. I got you. And then he was like, it's going to be $500 Ridiculous. to fix it. Ridiculous. And I said, I'm good, dog. Yeah. I'm good. Is and it I, fixed? No. I can fix it for you. But he's telling me that my entire fuse box is burned. Do you think if your lying? entire fuse box was burned, nothing in your car would work? That's what I'm fucking saying, bro. <laughs> like, so if you can yeah. fix it, then come through, bro. Yeah, I'll fix it. Because all I had to do was just find the fuse the and diagram. Replace it. What, serv- no. what service did you go to? Which one? The one in Glendale. Yeah, I just is that the one you went to? I called them. I didn't go to them. I called them. It was at Alberto. Because I have a Volkswagen too. I shouldn't have said his name. Let's bleep his name when we do it. No, fuck Alberto. Fuck Alberto. (laughs) No, I have a Volkswagen too, and I've been trying to get them to fix the same issue in my car. I've taken it in six times, and they have not fixed it. Yeah. Here's the thing. Like, is fixing a lot of shit is very easy to fix on your own. Yeah. It's just they make it hard to fix it. Of course. Uh, And and I don't want to say easy to fix on your own. Like, if you are someone who considers yourself a handy person. Yeah, but not even that. That's the thing. I think even that, I don't mean to cut you off, but I think even that is like a thing that they're trying to push on the consumers, right? Like yeah. with like MacBooks and stuff like that. They're just like, oh, just take it to the Apple store. And it's like, no, this problem is so simple. I can yeah. probably fix it on my own, but you want me to pay you. Yeah, like, Does this mean Volkswagen is the official car of Culture Kings? It, and it, we're pissed. It is yeah. officially the car of Culture Kings. Yeah, all three of us all have three Volkswagens. Volkswagens. Uh, wait, 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 Nick, Nick, you have Volkswagen, don't you? I do. <laughs> That's crazy. That is crazy. So crazy. Let's get this sponsorship with y'all bitch asses. But like, <laughs> yo, yo, oh, man, man. tweet at them at Volkswagen. Fix Culture King's cars. Yeah, at Volkswagen. Hashtag please. fix our cars. I need AC in my car. I need a car charger. Oh, it's an old car. Your car doesn't have AC either. It it works, but it doesn't. It doesn't blow. It blows. It just doesn't blow. Like it doesn't blow air. well. All right, you probably you just need an AC recharge. An AC recharge? Yeah. See, nigga, I don't know any of this shit, bro. Uh, I feel like my dad gave me my car and was just like, all right, man, peace. Well, I didn't see him because like it was uh, it was shipped to you, It right? was shipped to me, yeah. He gave you that car because he was like, man, I don't know how to fix none of this shit. That's truly, <laughs> I truly think he was just you. like, you know what, nigga, you take this, I'll buy a new one. Uh, but I don't, oh, this is going to sound very ungrateful. 
You don't like it? I don't like driving, dog. I truly I hate can't it. get into it. I hate it. Uh, it's a bad time. I don't mind driving. I don't but miss I walking in the sun. I don't miss that. That shit, that shit is awful. I, I did get, that shit for four years. I get really angry in the car. Really? I'm like, when somebody does something stupid, it like personally offends me. Yeah, I'm the one doing stupid shit, so I don't get personally offended. Uh, People offend me in cars. Oh, Jaquise, listen. If I've never been... No, you're number four or five for people I'm afraid of when I'm driving with them because of your rage. You're not number one. I have, I have road rage. One? Lacey Mosley is a terrifying driver. I've seen yeah. her drive. I would agree with that. Yeah. She doesn't need to own a car just in general. She's gotten, she gets told like every two months. She has tickets galore. Tickets. There was one time she came and she was like, my car got towed for the third time this week. I'm like, Lacey, how? Uh, she, uh, one time she parked her car in a, in a good driving spot. Like it was not, no red, because sometimes she'll park in a red because she thinks she could beat it. But she parked in a regular driving spot, went to sleep, came back and her car was gone. Just because like some parking enforcement was going by, scanned her car and was like, oh. This is way too many tickets. Take this shit right now. <laughs> that's that's just. I, can you imagine that? You did everything right. You park in a good spot, and your but shit you didn't still do everything there. right. Pay your tickets or stop getting tickets. <laughs> stop getting tickets, Lacey. Uh, oh man. So she's number. Ridiculous. But you are pretty aggressive driver. Is that fair to say? Yeah, because I hate the road. If <laughs> I've said this before, uh, L.A. Well, just just traffic in big cities because. Chicago to LA is pretty much no different. Yeah. Uh, as far as big city driving, it, it makes me believe in gun control. Because Jesus Christ. if Jeez. I had a gun in the car with me in traffic, I would shoot somebody. I like it is literally the fact that I don't have access to a weapon. <laughs> it's the fact that I haven't murdered anybody yeah. when I'm behind the wheel of a car. I understand that. Uh, so that 100% makes me believe. That it's the gun. Do you use your horn? Not often. Do you no. use your horn? Uh, I used it today for the first. This is you guys need to listen to this shit that happened to me. I'm driving, and the light turns green. It was right here on Sunset and Gower. Light turns green, and there's this guy in front of me, and he just didn't go. And I honked ten times, bro, and he didn't. Ten? Yes. Was he dead? I, that's what I thought, and I started to put the car in the park, and I was like, "Yo, does this nigga die on the road? Because he like he had the disabled plates." He had the oh placard. And I was like, did this nigga like die or have a seizure? And I start getting out of the car, and then he speeds off. Right as I get off the car, turns yellow to a red. Damn. He did Damn. that shit on purpose. Bro, for that long, though, he was sitting there for a long time. Yeah. He was asleep. He probably <laughs> fell asleep. Yeah. Here's how I gauge. I don't know how to honk. It's upsetting. Like, you you don't know... Like, I know physically where my honk button is. I just, like, instead of being, like, I'm angry, I need a honk because this person is going to cause, like, an accident, I just, I just, I'm like, how dare you? Mm. Instead of being, like, honk. I just, I don't have the instinct, and it's very upsetting. Here's how you don't use the honk horn. I'll tell you guys. uh, One time, Lacey Mosley was going from (laughs) one parking lot to another. Like, they're both on opposite sides of the street. She Uh she realized she was in the wrong one. Rather than do what any other human being would do, which is take a right, go under, like, find a street to come back around. She went straight across the street by just honking the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) From one parking lot to the other one. Just honking, honking, honking. And all these cars stopped. They were just confused because she just kept... But she made it all the way across. That's, I, That's so see, dangerous. Like, That's so dangerous. Lacey would be somebody I would murder. <laughs> like on the road. I, like I would, I would if I if guns were legal in the car, I would have shot her. But Jaquise, <laughs> <see, laughs> like, I hope okay. you understand that even though guns are legal in the car, <laughs> you shooting her is illegal. <laughs> well, uh, I like Jaquise. Like, listen, dog, if I could have a gun in the car, I would kill somebody. <laughs> yeah, and then the jurisdiction in my car makes murder, murder legal. You guys, uh, you guys are messing up my friendships between you threatening my Jamie Loftus and you threatening Lacey Mosley. I'm going to have no friends. Ain't nobody threatening. She threatening her damn self driving across lanes of traffic. <laughs> <laughs> she, she she got a death wish. She does have a death wish. Uh, uh, she gonna do it herself. Yeah. I yeah man. But I, you're an aggressive driver. I I am, but I also know how to drive. I feel like I don't think you don't and know how to drive because I I just hate dumb drivers. You tailgate the, a lot. I do tailgate. 
Because people go so slow. It makes me so scared, dog. <laughs> You're the people worst. go so slow. He tailgates your... a lot. Like, Yo, tailgaters and... are horrible. Why are you doing this? And I'm talking about like dangerous tailgating where this nigga's like Jakees. almost kissing their bumper. If this person hit their brakes, Jaquise would wreck them. Like, <laughs> Nah. My car damage was all people wrecking me, hitting me. I've never hit a person in a car before. For real? Yeah. The only time I hit somebody in a car is when I fell asleep at the wheel. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, which is super dangerous. It's very dangerous. It's very dangerous. Guys, I want, uh, I want to repeat this just so that everybody can hear that what Jakeesh just said so nonchalantly. <laughs> this nigga just said in the most nonchalant voice, "I've only hit a person once. It's because I fell asleep at the wheel. I fell asleep at the wheel, Jakeesh, and it wasn't even a that's person. That's a big deal. Yes, I didn't even hit a person though. I hit a semi truck in front of me. Oh my god! So his car, his truck was nothing. It fucked my car up. Oh, is that why uh, your bumper was? No, that was that was a different car. Oh, okay, for sure. Uh so then what no, happened? that was the car I had now, but it was just in 2007, so it was like 11 years so ago. Wait, oh, okay. what happened to your car to make it look so sad? So, uh, I got hit by. Somebody. And they drove off? Yeah. For real? And then... So fucked up. Yeah. And then... That happened to me, too. The other shit in my car happened. The front shit happened. It was was my fault. Uh, I was parking in my garage, and my garage has a tight radius. Mm -hmm. And somebody put the trash can that's right in front. It's a big-ass steel trash can right in front of my garage. Somebody pushed it over. (laughs) <laughs> so the tight radius that I was used to, I just didn't clock. Yeah. And fucking hit the fucking trash can. And just and ripped the bumper right off? Ripped the front parts of my car off. Oh, wow. Not the bumper. My front bumper fell off by magic. I don't know what the fuck happened. Are you talking about on the highway that day? Yeah. I still that, don't know what happened. We Somebody know what happened. was trying to kill me. He's cursed. Yeah. 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 No, I'm not cursed no more. No, not, you're not cursed anymore. That is true. Um, blessings. Blessings on blessings. I have only been in car accidents where I am the passenger. I have never, ever hit anything in my life. Uh, that's I like, that's uh, not wood. Uh, yes, it is. That's laminate. The, there's wood inside of it. What do you think is this the rest is of this laminate. material? What do you think is under this? Yeah, you got to get, get it deep in. There you go. Um, I'll tell you about the craziest car accident I was ever in one time. Uh, it was... I was in the car with this girl, and we had had sex the night preview. And in the car? No, in the hotel. Uh-huh. But it was the day I buried one of my friends. Uh-huh. So, so was, to say the least, it was emotional condolences and sex. But I was so distracted. And I'll tell you how distracted I was. One of the Oceans movies were on the TV. Uh-huh. And mid coitus, I kept asking the woman, which one is this? Like, and then I kept like naming out details Mid-coin. out loud. I, I kept naming details out loud. Like, okay, so he's wearing like he's wearing this suit in this one. Mm-hmm. How involved is Julia Roberts? Is she super involved? Okay, she's not. So maybe this is twelve. And she was just not into it. She didn't enjoy it. So we we're driving back, and this is we were in North Texas, heading to South Texas, which is a good nine hour trip. And uh, she was upset in the car ride because of Still? how bad. The sex was the night previous. Come on, man. And <laughs> Jakey's immediately not on her side. No. Uh, right, come on, man. And so I was driving at first, and then she was, like, making fun of how slow I was driving. So I pulled over, and I said, all right, you drive. And mm-hmm. she was driving. She was taking up some speed. And then uh, I wanted to get my turn to, like, razz her a little bit. So I was like. Stupid. Stop. And I was like, yo, like, what did you think about last night? And she's like, what do you mean? And, like, how was the sex? And she's like, what do you want? You to, like, rate it by a number? And I said, yeah, why not? And she said, four. Did you know the sex was bad? When you I mean, of course this? I did, but I was like trying to like, How you know. How could he not? He was talking about the <laughs> Oceans movie. Yeah. And then I was just like, a four? And she said, fine, five. And I said, raising it afterwards is worse. That's worse because that's you being bad for me giving me one point. We started arguing. We started arguing and like yelling. And her foot's just hitting that gas. And it, we're going at 100 miles per hour right now. God uh, damn. Uh, and then there was a car accident in front of us mm-hmm. so all traffic had stopped and we had no idea we were just like yelling at each other she's like yelling at me i'm yelling at her and all of a sudden i look and i see the cars are stopping for that car accident it's like a police officer waving people down to stop and i go then she swerves hella hard clips one of the cars and i just black out from fear 
No, because she clipped that car hard. Mm-hmm. What happened was we spun out. We hit what's that? Whatever the that, median. Yeah, that stone thing. Mm-hmm. Three different times spinning. Ba ba ba. All on my side. Damn. None of it hit her side. All on my side. Damn, sex was that bad. She tried to kill you, <laughs> bro. I woke up. I thought I was dead. I, I and mean, like I like I woke up and I was like. And then she was yelling at me. She's like, your arm's broken. Your arm's broken. Because my arm was like all like out like that. And I started freaking out because I thought my arm was broken. It wasn't broken. But. Is this your ex-fiance? No. It God wasn't. damn, dude. And that's all we'll say before you guys start connecting more and more dots. Is this uh, somebody I know? No. Okay. Uh, what dots could be connected? I have so many questions. Uh, we're not going to ask them. We're not going to ask uh, Yeah, Let's not ask But. <laughs> but. <laughs> I the only time I've done that too, where I got distracted, but I wasn't. I was I was mid getting my noodle blown back, and yeah, I said I got distracted. So it was I I hadn't seen Home Alone two in a long ass time, and it was on the TV. And you remember that? Do you remember that movie? Do you remember the part? Of that? Do, you, do you remember the part of the movie where Daniel start like he uh, he's like covered in paint and they're in the basement and he goes to like wash his hands uh-huh. and he gets electrocuted yep. and he's going yeah and then he turns to, but this whole time I'm not I can't see it I just hear that and I start cracking up while she's like you know blessing the noodle. And <laughs> she she got so fucking mad of at me. Of course she did, bro. Because you started laughing she at the TV. <laughs> like, at least I was trying to engage her in the conversation. I was trying to Dude. include her. I was trying to be like, yo, what do you think this movie is? Which one do you You were just laughing by yourself. That shit was funny, man. I, mean, I hadn't heard movie. that in so long. I don't understand why people... I mean, I get it. It's because you don't want the noise to happen. But why sex you... with TV on is always a bad it's idea. Not a... I've but... never not watched a TV. I'll say that straight up. I've never not watched the TV. Oh, I'll, I'll ignore it, but I, I couldn't ignore those sounds. And then, but the funny thing about that afterwards is we were dating, and whenever I would get like upset, she would like go put in Home Alone 2. It was like, see, smile now. Because she thought that was my magic elixir uh, <laughs> to get fucking happy. That's gross. <laughs> I was like, no, I was no. just, it was funny. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that, it was so ridiculous. That's ridiculous that she's like, oh, Jaquise is upset. <laughs> Let me, Let put me go put Home Alone too. He's not a seven-year-old. <laughs> Although I do laugh every time I see that part. <laughs> oh, uh, man. I wonder. I know she doesn't listen to this, but if she does listen, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, maybe text her, uh, but maybe no, don't. That's an awful idea. <laughs> I don't know. How do apologies work after so long? Uh, you forget about them. <laughs> Isn't that how they work? No. Uh, no. I don't think that's it what It depends on what you're talking about. Like, you know, if, like, you punch somebody, like, 10 years ago, and I see you 10 years later, I don't have to apologize for that anymore. I agree. I agree to a certain extent. Uh, <laughs> but if, you know, you really... You did know, some fucked up did shit. Did some fucked up shit. Yeah, you should apologize. Yeah, you should still uh, apologize. I just watched Don't Worry, uh, He Won't Get Far on Foot, and it's all Which about... Which you're in. Uh, well, we, and that's what I'm trying to talk about. I mean, uh, but, dude, uh, nah, you're in it. Go see it. Uh, how long are you in it? I'm in two scenes. Dope. Just two scenes. Go see Don't Worry. He Won't Get Far On Foot with, who's in it? Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Jack Black. Yeah. Yeah, go catch that. Edgar Edgar Montplazier is in it, making his feature film debut. Uh, that is correct. That is correct. Oh, but yeah, dude. I was watching it, and like uh, I ne- I read the script, but I'd never seen the movie. And like there's a very interesting part in it. Well, I don't want to spoil what the movie's about, but essentially... Uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix's character becomes paralyzed after a car accident, and like he, like he goes on an apology tour on it, and it made me think about, and I don't know how down you are with this, but like an apology tour and how you would do that, like apologize to everybody you've ever hurt. But what's crazy is, is it's the opposite way for what he did in the movie. He went to go get apologies. No, he went and apologized to everyone. He thought hurt him. Yeah. It's like, I forgive you, I'm letting this go type thing. No, he said I'm sorry to them. Right. Well, for what? That's, uh, what, okay. that's what I'm saying. It, right. I don't know. It blew my mind, though. It blew my mind to watch. Like, uh, for him, because, I don't know. 
it's I don't want to spoil the movie. Was it a good movie? It's an it's an okay movie. It's a good movie. It's mm-hmm. not a great movie. It's a good movie. I think it's against some very tough competition this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's clearly going for an Oscar. I mean, come on, like mm-hmm. he like restricts his movement pretty hardcore in the movie. Like he like during filming, he never left that chair. Mm-hmm. Like at least when I saw him, he would like go to lunch in that chair and like stuff like that. And We're I'm talking like, about Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, uh, he plays a paraplegic in the film, mm-hmm. and I'm like, anytime an actor does some shit like that. To me, that screams, I want an award. I don't know if you'd agree with that. He has one already, don't he? Of course, but it don't mean he don't want another one. Come on, man. Stop being greedy, Joaquin. Give Edgar this Oscar. I'm, uh, it would be <laughs> Oscar truly for... crazy if I got a Best Supporting Nod. For... What, if, what if they had that like Best Cameo appearance? Uh, <laughs> best Co-Star? Best Co-Star. Best Co-Star. <laughs> the Academy for Best Five-Second Cameo Appearance. Uh... That would be dope as shit. It would be had. dope if they. It would be dope if they had that. Uh, who has the? Oh, Anthony Hopkins, I believe, has the award for, or has the record for shortest amount of screen time, while also winning Best Supporting Actor. Really, for playing uh, Hannibal Lecter in Silence of the Lambs. Did Jack Nicholson win for A Few Good Men? I know he was nominated. Did he win? Is he in that movie very briefly? He's in that movie very briefly. Is it like just that scenes. one that one scene it's, where he it's says, one scene in the you beginning. can't handle the truth. Yeah, and then that scene. He's in that movie very I know that briefly. Anthony Hopkins has the record, though. But okay. Jack, maybe Jack Nicholson didn't win for... Uh, Nicholson didn't win for... But there are some other people who like have been in movies very briefly and then like gotten nominated. And uh, like, Anne Hathaway, right? She was only in Les Mis for... What? A scene. It feels like she did one song or some shit. Oh yeah, did she win? She won. She won. So yeah. she might have beat Anthony Hopkins' record then. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. Yeah, but crazy. I mean, it's possible. That's what I'm saying. It's like there are people like if you like, I mean, people were talking about that Sterling K. Brown deserved like at least a nod for. Um, Don't say Black Panther. That's what people were saying though, bro. That he was so powerful in that scene. Man, black people would be so extra, man. <laughs> How extra as fuck? Come on, man. <laughs> but is that how is that any different than Hannibal Lecter? In, Hannibal Lecter's in two scenes, bro. Well, He's the quality of scenes. his scenes. <laughs> I'm not saying Sterling K. Brown wasn't dope in his parts. Like, give me a fucking break. <laughs> the movie is about Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Uh, in, to, to, in an essence, yes. Yeah. Um, Man, I we're gonna talk about. You know what? We're gonna talk uh, speaking, about speaking of black people being extra and movies. Let's talk about one, but let's talk about it after we get back from break. Alright, so I wanted to say that my facts sometimes cannot be correct because they all come from when I read an encyclopedia when I was 10 years old. That's where all of my information comes from. So, Jaquise does have a correction. uh, I mean, you you are technically correct because there are there are some disputes on how long he was in the movie. Some say it's between 12 and 16 minutes, although I don't know how you get between 12 and 16. I think maybe because... But he did win for Best Actor, not Best Supporting Actor. That is crazy. Anne Hathaway, 15 minutes, won for Les Mis. Uh, somebody did get an Oscar nomination for being in the movie for two minutes and 20 seconds. Who's this? Somebody none of us would know. Hermione Baddeley for her... Performance? No, she won an Oscar. Uh, what the fuck? She won the Oscar for her performance in Room at the Top, nineteen sixty movie or so, nineteen fifty nine movie. That's insane. <laughs> Two minutes and twenty seconds. Two minutes and twenty. Man, that movie probably didn't even have sound. Nineteen fifty nine did have sound. <laughs> did she just walked out. She did. She did. It was. It was a just a silent film. Yeah, she she walked out and was surprised by. Something I kind of want to see this. Right I kind of want to see what she did. I want to see her performance. <laughs> what was the movie? Uh, Room at the Top. I that, guarantee it's probably bad. I mean, when you watch those movies now, so well, much of it is so bad. Yeah, acting changed somewhere in the mid to mid sixties, early seventies. Okay, that's when you start having like all those acting teachers that we have now, who had like yeah. all those breakthroughs and stuff mm. like that. Yeah, but okay, Jaquise, how right. long do you think you need to have an effect on a movie? Like how, like. Can you truly just be in a movie and have an effect on it? Yeah. I mean, I think, and we talk about this movie so much, I think this might be the Kanye of our movies in terms of how much we talk about it. 
But Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder, I think, has a big impact on that movie, and isn't mm-hmm. it so little? I mean, it has to do with character, I think. True. Not even actor. That was I think, his best role. Uh, I, no, I disagree. Not true at all. Watch <laughs> the Mission Impossible <laughs> franchise is amazing. <laughs> also, I know people also, hate on Tom Cruise, but Tom Cruise is a good-ass fucking Tom, actor. Tom Cruise is uh, asexual and a terrible actor. Uh, Jaquise is a classic Classic American. <laughs> Tom Cruise Mission, is a great actor. The Mission Impossible <laughs> series is not great. Name uh, some of your favorite actors right now. Right now? Yeah. No. <laughs> I was <laughs> just trying to say you're a classic man. Tom, Cru- you probably Tom love- Cruise and A Few Good Men. You think great? You think See, that's what I'm saying. That's such a classic Mission, answer. But you think Mission Impossible is a good movie? It's a great franchise. Yeah, All right. Absolutely. All right, but the first Mission Impossible. Yeah, it All was right. very entertaining. When the Bechtel cast episode of Mission Impossible comes out later this month, just listen to that. Shit. I will listen to just it. Just listen to the it. The first oh. Mission Impossible was good. Yeah, I, okay. those they movies are awesome. All the women in the I, first I, four I, minutes. I understand okay, that, Sophie. Not, uh, that's not. I understand uh, that, Sophie. And guess what? There's barely a black person in it. Yeah, that's not. And they think that that young girl would really be. Married to old ass John Voight. I, I agree she, with you. That is crazy. Be. She could be. That is there crazy. are people that that doesn't it's mark the, the that doesn't mark the quality of a movie though. The plot has a plot. I'm not saying that this movie is like Sucks. the feminist icon of that forever, but it's I'm bad. saying it's. I enjoy the franchise a lot. I think that I mean it's the same way I feel about James Bond. Right. I grew up with James Bond movies. And then I watch them now, and I'm like, all right, yo, look, look. Do I still love these movies? Absolutely. But is James Bond walking around slapping women? I I think so. And like I have to look at it in that critical eye. Yeah. And then also, it's not like Mission Impossible was out here. Let's kill women. They kill a lot of motherfucking people in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> they kill. It's a movie about spies. Uh, I'm sorry, women get killed in the spy world. Like uh, that's not and, that's not a but that's I, not an abnormal thing. And I and I don't think that like you know like. What Jaquise is saying is justifying it. I think he was saying, like, let's just recognize that that is a plot device in women, right? Uh, in movies. That's a plot device using in those type of women movies. as danger, using women as, like, being like, oh, the woman, like, and we can recognize that. And, like, I'm not saying that it's, like, the standard of film, but it's a franchise that I enjoy. Uh, Mission Impossible 3 is a great movie. I mean, Philip Seymour Philip Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. Crushes in that movie. Absolutely. It's one of my favorite, it's one of my favorite villain roles. Yeah, he. Of uh, all time. Because you're so terrified of him. You're terrified of him. And you don't him. think, that yeah. entire movie, you don't think Tom Cruise is going to succeed. When he when he is sitting in the in that movie, spoiler alert for anybody who didn't see this movie 14 years ago. <laughs> uh, when he's sitting in that room and the, he's doing the, the countdown. Yeah. And he, he and Tom Cruise is pleading, like, don't kill my wife, don't kill my wife. And he's just calmly counting. I also think Three. it's very funny that the scene you picked is a scene in which a woman dies. <laughs> but, no, no, no. Yes, it was I know. not a woman. I know, I know. It was a, it was she was a, wearing a woman was a mask. Woman. It, was it was a man, man in a woman's yes. mask. Yes. He Spoiler killed alert. a man. <laughs> <laughs> he killed a black man. No, he did. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, and I think that Sophie does bring up a good point that we do have to look at a lot of these old movies with a critical eye. Oh, yeah, and, man. I was watching Ace Ventura. The other day, the movie is would not be made today. No, there's but a lot of movies that. Damn, would not did be I not? Bro, laugh hard I was as watching hell. White Chicks the other day, and I was like, "There is no way in hell this movie would get through today." Yeah, no way. What part? Any of it? Why? Because t- white woman would be like, "A man is gonna." Woo, white woman would be like, "A man, a black man is gonna dress up like us and mock us and make fun of us." No way. No way, Jose. That movie might be made today. I loved it. <laughs> it <would laughs> like, everyone loves it, but all right, Jaquis. I want you to go I on think, Twitter and announce that you're going to be in a remake of that movie. I Start think, that rumor and see what the fuck happens to you. I just, I just I think want there to is, sing the song. I think there was a, I, I think there was a really small gap from when that movie came out to now where that movie could not be made. <laughs> and I think we've crossed back over to that movie could possibly be made today. Possibly. I think I'd have a very hard time. No. I know exactly what gap you're talking about. And yeah. it's like, I don't know, man. When I think about like the movie Stepsisters and how hard that movie had a time just coming out. Do you remember it's a it's on Netflix. It's about this black woman. She's a she wants to like get a recommendation to go to law school, I believe, or she's already finishing law school, and uh, her boss is like, "I want to give you a recommendation. My daughter goes to the school that you're at, and her uh, fr- uh, sorority needs like 
help with their um <laughs> damn i don't remember this movie it's brand all. new it's brand new oh it's brand new uh it came out last year and that's what i'm saying it's like i think that's part of that sliver that you're talking about yeah so essentially what happens is the black woman is like oh, yeah, all right no, i will i will teach your daughter's sorority how to do step which is a very black thing mm-hmm. in exchange for this lawyer thing and i probably explained the plot a little bit wrong but black people and not all black people, but like those people who are loud on Twitter, eviscerated the movie. Mm-hmm. They eviscerated it. And like, look at how white people do this. White people taking our stories. White people, da da da. Do you know who wrote the movie? I know Lena Waithe was one of the producers. Uh, yeah, right? and a black man who writes on Insecure wrote the movie. Yeah, a very famous black director, Charles Stone. Yeah, he directed it. But still, it got eviscerated, bro. And like Netflix, like released it on the quiet. They there are it, a lot of white women in this movie. Because it's about a black woman teaching a white sorority how to step. Yeah, yeah, you kind of need white women for that. Uh, I, I and I see, I see the eyebrow raise. It sounds like a yeah. very wild pitch. But then, ten years ago, that's a hit movie. Look at the look at the poster. Am I not? Am I lying, Jakees? Ten years Jakees ago, is that not a hit movie? Jakees I mean, the that's like the shoes. That's like every movie 10 years. It's like Bring It On. Like, it's like that same kind of vibe. Like, 10 years ago, that's a hit movie. Yeah. But today. I loved Bring It On. It's the same. It's the the same shit. What's another movie like that? I was like, the one with Kristen Dunst trying to dance. uh, Is it like Julia Stiles? Is that her name? Are you talking about Saved by the Last? uh, The Last Saved by the Last? That's the same shit. It's the same shit. It's this white girl learning how to dance from black people. It's the same shit. That that was a hit back then. Yeah. What is that movie called? I think I Save the Last Dance. Save the Last Dance. That shit was great. So many fucking girls in high school. Balakai was such a bad dude. (laughs) But. And then, I mean, Step Up is kind of the same pre- premise, but no black Step people. Up. So bad. But Step Up is the same shit. Step I'm up. a ballet dancer. You this hood nigga. And he's not a hood nigga. He's Channing Tatum. He's Channing but. fucking Tatum. <laughs> R.I.P. to that real life romance. I'm still upset. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? But that movie didn't. That's why I think white chicks wouldn't last today. Because yeah. Step Sisters is that same kind of premise. Yes, probably... but white chicks was so funny. I I... I've never seen white chicks. Uh, but <laughs> I've seen moments of Can white we chicks. stop the recording and force him? I've never seen it. He Sorry, guys. I've made white chicks references that you've laughed at. Well, maybe they were just funny. Maybe it was a funny reference. Bro, my mind's truly fucking blown right now. I've I'm never upset. seen never seen white chicks. That's kind of wild, Jaquise. I never saw it. What happened to you? I think at that point I was kind of tired of the Wayans. Uh, spoof train. How? 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 I don't it was, it I was just... toward the end of their spoof train, and I was tired of it. It was, they put out so many of the same fucking movies that I just didn't even give it a chance. That's fair. Did you see Little Man? No. You didn't see any of them? Uh, did I see? Yes, I did see Little Man. It was That's bad. crazy that you saw Little Man and you didn't see White Woman. Did, who, which, White which came out first? White Chicks. White Chicks is the better one. Okay. Little man, sure is, little man came out first. Uh, little man did not come out first. Okay. Little man is very bad. White little man is, is very bad. Great. White chicks is great. Oh. Uh. All right. How? Well, let's get into what let's we really want to talk what about. We really We're talk talking about. about black movies. You go first. Say what you want to say first, because I'm already like tripping out. Because. All right. Jesus so. Has not seen white chicks. Uh. We're uh. We sorry to bother for the episode. Sorry to bother you. Yes. Sorry to bother you. Yes. That movie. Would yes. not have been made 10 years ago. Absolutely not. Absolutely uh, not. Why? It's too weird. Mm-hmm. It's too weird. And I don't mean that in a... I don't, uh, first of all, yeah, White Chicks came out in 2004. I Damn. told you, bro. Uh, I, I can't believe you even checked on it. Kind of called did. me a lie to my face. And I just wanted to see for myself when it came out. Because uh, it feels <laughs> like it came out a lot later than that. Uh, but anyway... That movie would not have been made 10 years ago because it's too weird. And I, when not I say too weird, too weird, I don't mean that in a negative way. Of course. Uh, I know that. That's not what I'm fighting is... back. Because weird movies were made back then, yeah. 10 years ago, but from what perspective? From the white perspective. You could, uh, a black movie that is weird could not exist 10 years could ago. Could not exist 10 years ago. Uh, and I know, there, I know there were some weird movies probably in the black world, but not in that realm. And not in a mainstream. Like... Yeah. I liked it. I liked it. It was... I liked it a lot. It was very, it was a weird ass movie that so I was into. So fucking weird. That I was into. And I don't even know why I was into it. I'll say this. 
every time you think that you have that movie figured out, you're just like, oh, this is what kind of movie it is. Mm-hmm. It takes another wild turn where you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like every time it's like, oh, okay, this is what the movie is. Nope. There's this layer. Nope. There's this layer. And I really appreciated that. Uh, go see it. Mm-hmm. Go see it. I don't. I. I, I want to tell the line. Uh, whether we want to go ahead and just say we're about to drop a whole bunch of spoilers, so you should probably stop listening or not. I think let's not. Let's do like. Let's not. Uh, yeah. Let's give people a chance to watch it. Go watch it. Go watch it. I mean, because I want to talk a, about I, it. But I have a topic that we can talk about with it. Okay. I put up this tweet, and I said that eighth grade is this year's Ladybird. Which was last year's La La Land. Mm-hmm. I and seen grade yet. sorry to bother, I haven't seen it either. Sorry to bother you is this year's Get Out, which was last year's Moonlight. What do you think? In is what way? Up in yeah. that. And like in award talk? I think so. And like where, like, remember how, like, well, it started with Moonlight and La La Land, where mm-hmm. niggas was going at each other over those two movies and like which movie deserved the award and stuff like that and then mm-hmm. it went into last year too where everyone was like fuck Lady Bird get out is this and this and people like Lady Bird's important to me and everyone's so mad I feel like we're about to have that shit again mm-hmm. with 8th grade and sorry to bother you where people are gonna be so mad and so on there and, and like I'm trapped in the middle every time this happened I love both Moonlight and La La Land I don't mm-hmm. think they take away from each other I love Get Out and Lady Bird I don't yeah. think they take away from each other I haven't seen 8th grade but I'm pretty sure I'm gonna love it and uh, yeah, and I don't think it's I don't I don't even think those movies uh, I don't even think eighth grade and sorry to bother you are in the same realm. Yeah, but I watched last year on my Facebook specifically how upset people got when someone's like, "I think Lady Bird's a good movie." It's like, "Fuck you! How can you think that when there was a movie like that. Get Out?" And then the flip too of thread. people being like, "Oh yeah, that thread that I yeah. put up." Yeah. Well, no, I don't know if it, but I remember that thread when somebody got. I remember the thread you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's so weird. I don't know, man. We just live in a time where you feel like you have to, and there's so Take many instances of that. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, like the Jordan versus LeBron debate, or uh, you know, movie versus movie, TV show, where Atlanta versus Insecure, where these two things can't live in the same fucking realm. Yeah, and well, I, and I'm not saying that, but, but that's, that's the world we live it. in, where mm-hmm. or you feel like you have to shit on one to appreciate the other. Uh, I can't stand that. I don't understand that mindset at all. Where you can't like La La Land and Lady Bird, yeah, uh, and, and also and, Get Out and, get and out, Moonlight yeah. mm-hmm. and Moonlight. Uh, I I don't understand. Like you said, they don't take away from each other. They're two different movies. La La Land was a musical, and Moonlight was a drama. <laughs> that's what I kept trying to tell it's, people and, and, I kept trying to tell people they're not in the same realm yeah and Get Out is a race relation movie and Lady Bird is a coming of age movie yeah like what do you want these movies <laughs> they're not competing they're not fucking competing at all now do you think and it's so weird to me it's do, so weird do you think that the issue lies in that the Oscars groups them together is that where the issue lies that the Oscars doesn't have Separate categories, and but does separate categories cheapen it? I, I here's why I think the issue lies. I think the issue lies. But before you answer, understand that I am so turned on right now because awards talk is my favorite talk. Please continue. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> yo that, man, put put your table, put the table down, man. <laughs> You're lifting the table with your dick. Uh, yeah, here's why I think they don't. Yeah. What was the question? I forgot the question now. The question is, do you think that that's because the Oscars... Because, like, it doesn't happen okay. with the Golden Globes because the yeah. Golden Globes... They separate. Get Out and Lady Bird. I think Get Out and Lady Bird they were, were in the same category this year. But usually that those movies wouldn't affect each other. Like, I don't think that Moonlight affected La La Land at the Golden Globes because they were in... One was in the musical and one was in the drama. Mm-hmm. But do you think that if the Oscars made an effort to do that, that those shows wouldn't necessarily affect each other? No. Well, here's why I think they affect each other. Mm. It has nothing to do with so the award. It does have everything to do with the award. So that's what everyone was gunning for. I think it is more black people saying, we shouldn't have to fight this hard to be in this same conversation. Mm. Um, Like how good you thought La La Land was, uh, it shouldn't be a surprise that Moonlight was 
was also good, if not better. Yeah. Uh, how good you thought Lady Bird was, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be like a surprise that Get Out also can live in the same prestige mm. as a Lady Bird. That is true. Black and, films aren't allowed in prestige and, a lot. Right, and black films aren't allowed in that prestige when they, uh, uh, especially, and, and the cool thing about that is those movies, for a long time, black movies would have the quotations around them. That's mm-hmm. a black movie. Absolutely. And I think with Moonlight and with Get Out or with Sorry to Bother You, uh, it definitely is uh, a movie from the perspective of the black culture. Uh, but it is not what we used to quotate black movie. Yeah, it's not being pitched just to one ethnic group. Right. And I think and I think the struggle for those type of movies to be seen as prestigious as a Ladybird or as a La La Land is where a lot of that struggle came from. Here is what made me upset mm. about it. It was yeah, the award too, but it was even people it was when white, it was almost like people found this as an excuse to play white savior with a lot of these movies. Cuz there would be some black people who were like, "Yo man, I like La La Land better oh, than Moonlight." Yeah. And then there would be some white people who would be like, "How could, How could you?" you? Yeah. I'm like, "Nigga, shut up." Cuz he do. Cuz she do. He and do. Like, like I, I put up a joke one time that like got me kind of roasted by white people when I was like, "You know what? If it was a Saturday night and I had to pick between two movies to rewatch, I'm probably picking La La Land because I'm gonna have a much more fun time. Yeah. And all these white people are like, "How could you? Like, there's so many La." It's like, shut up, bro. I don't want to watch Moonlight <laughs> over and over. That movie makes me <laughs> that sad, shit is bro. Depressing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is. That shit. Yo, man, let me go put on Glory real quick. <laughs> hey, let me see Trip get flogged real quick. That shit and, is depressing as hell, man. And I think that we're we're hoping that we can get to a space, like you know what I mean? Like we're black people are hoping that we can get to a space where we can make. A La La Land, where we can make a movie where we're just jumping around and having fun and singing that doesn't have to be about slavery, that doesn't have to be about the struggle. But guess what? We're not fucking there yet because right now our struggle is such a uh, uh, commodity in terms of what movie producers want to make because they know it's going to fill in, like, you know, the box office and all that. But, nigga, we want to make a La La Land. I'm sure Jaquise has had this experience, but when you're pitching now, like, you can't just pitch a show about just being four people hanging out. Like, when we made our black friends. Mm-hmm. That show can't exist now because now if you want to have a, a, a show of people with diversity, you need to have some cor- some sort of message to it and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. it sucks because white people have had content like that forever. Yeah. What's the message to Seinfeld? It's a show about nothing. Nothing. But it's a show about nothing. I think that that, I agree with you, where it's like we're not allowed to, like, enjoy the other thing and, like, that white savior complex kind of comes in where they box us in and it's like, celebrate, get out, celebrate it, Edgar, talk about it all the time. And it's like, I did. I, and I enjoyed it a lot, but I also did like Lady Bird. Yeah, and that's okay. It's weird. So I, I haven't seen Eighth Grade yet. I honestly haven't even seen the trailer for it. I've just seen people talking about it. It's uh, just another A24 movie. I think like A24 now has the respect where people are just like, if it's coming from A24, it's probably going to be, be a good, good one. Sorry to bother you was weird, man. I and fucking love yo, that. I'm happy for Lakeith. Mm-hmm. Uh Tessa Thompson. Mm. Boy. Mm. Boy, boy, boy. Mm. I saw it with my girlfriend and that one scene. Mm-hmm. That one scene. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. man, mm-hmm. I had to adjust in the seat. Oh, listen, Anna was cuddling on me and, I, and my shoulder <laughs> just moved all of a sudden. I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't know how you ended up over there. <laughs> Uh, and she was also great in it. Uh, so, uh, so fucking weird. That's what I love so about it weird, the most man. is that that movie is so fucking weird. Arnie Hammer was fucking great in he it. He was very funny. Uh, everybody in the movie was fun and uh, good. What's that comic's name? Uh, Jermaine Fowler. Yeah. So funny. Great. Uh, the old dude from Walking Dead. I used to know his name before he got killed on The Walking Steven Dead. Steven Yen. Steven Yen. He's a Chicago guy. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh yeah man it was good go see it go see Diddy bought this up Diddy bought something up and I I I I'm gonna see if you agree with it please I'll tell you what he bought up after the break Jaquise is killing me with these breaks
All right, so we back. Diddy said uh, that Black Panther was... <laughs> Was, what is it, guys? You just didn't answer the question. Like everyone was checking in, and then you what? Oh, you, was you the got question? really silent. It was like, well, she was saying it was hot. I was oh. saying that it. I feel all right, and then you just looked down at your cup. All right, guys, we're back. <laughs> like you didn't say shit. You were just looking at your cup. I feel I'm neutral. I feel. See now, spilling shit. <laughs> see y'all should just let me come back from break. Maybe, uh, maybe you should have checked in. Can I get can I get a napkin, please? Man, don't use these napkins to wipe water. This, what else am I supposed to wipe them with? Well, this, this napkin's not good for that shit, bro. I mean, this, yes. All right, look at that. Water is up. All right, like I was saying, Diddy said mm-hmm. that Black Panther. <laughs> these aren't exact words, but this is the gist of what he said. It hurt, like the black film experience, because. It was, maybe I should find what he actually said uh, while I'm paraphrasing. Because it was so good and people came out for it so much that it made people think that that's what was going to happen with black movies from now on. And That's what hurt A Wrinkle in Time? Um, I don't know if he necessarily said it with A Wrinkle in Time, but maybe he just said it in general. And he almost said it was, a, he said it was a cruel experiment. Almost like it was an anomaly. Uh, I can't say the word. How do you say the word? Anomaly? Anomaly. anomaly. You said it right. You could say that, but you can't say women. Women. I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't. So he said, Black Panther was a cruel experiment. We live in 2018, and it's the first time that the film industry gave us a fair playing field on a worldwide blockbuster and the hundreds of millions it takes to make it. Uh, He acknowledged the significance of Black Panther's success, but he also pointed out that the rarity of the opportunity, as well as financial discrepancies, that result from powerful companies turning African-American culture into product. We only get 5% of venture capital invested in things that are black-owned, black-owned businesses, ideas, IP, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Man. Yeah, and he goes on to say... To say that, you were, to say to that say, you were paraphrasing is an understatement. <laughs> well, he well, he was saying that it, it hurt. I mean, no, it hurt. It, he didn't think it, it... raises the bar. Yeah. And we've talked about this before, uh, is... Black people, and I would say women as well, uh, <laughs> I'll throw you guys in. I'm just kidding. Uh, I think that we're not allowed to be mediocre in the way that white men are. Mm-hmm. We're not allowed to uh, uh, underperform. And, like, the problem with Black Panther now is when another studio is just like, cool, we're going to take on this big black budget picture. If it doesn't do Black Panther numbers, that studio is going to be upset. Mm-hmm. It's what they're going to expect. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know this, Jaquise. You've. Uh, 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 produce shows and at UCB with your shows when they don't perform as well as other shows you're kind of the pressure is put on you mm-hmm. when they're like why aren't you selling out every show mm-hmm. when you and I both know that there are shows that have been at UCB and it's not the shit on UCB but there are shows that have been on UCB for quite some time mm-hmm. that don't sell out No, but because out. you did that first show and it was a people of color themed show and it sold out that expectation never leaves, mm-hmm. which is unfair. Yeah. Yeah, it is unfair. So I think, I, to me, that's what I'm getting from that. I don't know if that's what you are also getting from it. Well, yeah, I am. But so I am I wonder, you know, because Boots Riley was on doing a Twitter campaign this past weekend saying, go see it. Go second, see it. That, that second, second weekend, weekend is, is so the most important, important weekend. Uh, and it is. And it is. That, that drop-off is steep for a lot of movies. But Absolutely. when it isn't. That's when you know the movie has not only stay in power, but that's what the studio appreciates. Yeah. Um, that's that when the studio is more open into making more weekend. projects like it. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder, and Black Panther, no, nobody's going to confuse the the marketing campaign for Black Panther to Sorry to Bother You. No, <laughs> like, not at all. One's it had indie, one's millions behind it. Yeah. pushed by Disney. Exactly. <laughs> so, but I also wonder. Guess which one's which. Right, right. But I went to go see it last night, and the theater was, you know, about 40% full. Wow. And, which is good. That's still good. But it's also like, what is it going to take when a movie has this type of word of mouth? Yeah. What is it going to take for that movie to be packed out on the second weekend? Because, because movies that aren't like that are usually Oscar movies. Yes. 
but one, we're way too early for an Oscar movie. Well, Get Out came out way earlier. True, it did. So, it's sorry to bother you in that Get Out realm of the. Is that the new black lane? Absolutely, it has to be. It has to be that word of mouth experience. And I wanted to say something where uh, Jaquise, I don't want you to also forget that we live in a city where you can't take the numbers as seriously mm-hmm. because what kind of city do we live in? Uh, I mean, it's an entertainment city. Exactly. So, like, everyone's watching Sorry to Bother You here. Right. I don't think it's LA numbers are going to be bad. The tough t- the tough part, and I don't know if it's gotten its wide release yet. Was it? Is it's, it still limited? I think it's still limited release. So, like, the tough part is, like, getting, I mean, places like this definitely help, right? Like, I mean, like, Get Out really got helped out by, like, the indie cities because, like, it was in theaters for months. Like, especially out here at Los Feliz 3, it was there for, like, maybe three or four months, mm-hmm. which helps out, of course. But, like, it's like, how do we get those small pockets to go watch? Especially when it's a limited release. Like, that's the really hard part with these indie flicks. And, like, it, it hurts even more so when not only is it an indie flick, but it's an indie flick with black faces. I mean, we're talking about, like, I mean, that's why, like, back in the uh, 60s and 50s, they used to have bands, uh, black bands, release their music. Mm-hmm. And the album covers was uh, white people hanging out. Mm-hmm. Because that was the only way that they can get somebody in Topeka, Kansas, to buy that album. Right, because if they looked at that album and they saw black people, they weren't going to buy it. But if they looked at that album and they saw white people hanging out, they listen to music. They're like, "Oh, that's good music." Mm-hmm. So, like, that's what I worry about. What's hard to bother you is like, how are we going to get a nigga in the Midwest? Even not even talking about in terms of race, anyone in the Midwest to be interested in a movie like that. And like, how do we get them to fill up their screens? I mean, thankfully, you have every. Market has that one city. Like, you got Chicago in the Midwest, East Coast, New York, and some other places. South is what I think you have the worst problem with. Yeah. Is getting those people uh, out to the theater. But it's not even black people. It's getting white people to the theater. That's what I'm saying. It's getting any... But I, yes. I think for those cities, anybody. Because, again, I'm a, I, I'm, a, I'm a hipster. Definitely was like a film hipster very early on in high school. And that shit was rough, Jaquees. Growing up in McAllen, Texas, and being like, I want to watch these movies. I remember I went to watch Drive. It was four people in the theaters. Mm-hmm. That movie left the next week. It was gone. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Well, hopefully somebody listening will, if you haven't seen it, go see it. Go to your uh, box office for like that small theater in your town and ask for them to put it on a screen. Yeah. Because this is a good one. It's fucking weird. But it's a good weird. And Lakeith, it's dope. Uh, we've had, man, it would be dope to get him on. It would be very dope to get him. I'm trying to get boots on, man. Respond to me, Boots. Too. You responded to everybody else that tweets about the movie. Literally all your Twitter is right now, Boots Riley, is you retweeting everybody else talking about the movie and you didn't retweet my tweet. And it hurt, Boots. Man. Boots, you out here hurting people's feelings. And we both. I mean, I'm not from the Bay, but I went to school there. I'm from a place. I like the Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some love, Boots. Uh yeah, dude, we showing your movie love. Uh, Real quick, <laughs> I love how we're th- <laughs> nigga. We showing your movie love. Yeah, nigga, we showing we we out here doing shit for your movie. I'm shit. gonna go watch it a second time, nigga. Hell Fuck. yeah, you know how many people we just got in the theater to see your movie, nigga. And you can't even <laughs> you can't even retweet a nigga's tweet. <laughs> I hope he hears that clip and decides to never talk to yeah, us. He's just like, Fuck that. Uh, like damn, <laughs> damn man, I was just about. To, I accidentally saved it. <laughs> it's in the drafts, damn, damn. Uh, I'm, yeah. Uh, let's talk Emmys real quick, man. Yeah, yeah. See the nods. Nominations came out. I did see the noms. Uh, I don't. I you care way more about this than I Listen, do. Listen, I love award shows more than anything, um, uh, especially the Emmys. I the Emmys I, is my least watched award show. That is probably the one I care about more than any other one because it's TV writing. That's correct. Yeah. Um, I mean, black people are getting love, man. But bro, and I I will admit that I'm probably thinking about this more because of who I am dating, but. Latinx people are getting no love, my dude. Mm-hmm. And I think that we are we have to come to a place and admit that our white people pushing for diversity, 1,000%. I think that there has been a significant made for pushing diversity. I think that we should still be talking about the fact that 
white people can't multitask when it comes to diversity. <laughs> mm-hmm. They can't multitask. They can only serve one group at a time. And I think that's trash. Like, they're just like, all right, we're working on the blacks right now, and then we'll, we'll get over to the Asians, and then, mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we'll get to the Latinxes when we can. But they can't multitask. Why? I don't get it. Why can't they multitask? Uh, I don't know. Like, why are they, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because right now it's just black people. I mean, some Asian people got love. Sandra Oh, first Asian-American woman to ever receive a nomination. Mm-hmm. That's very, very dope. But it's like, there's Latinx content out there. Yeah. What What do you think should have gotten nominated that didn't? I think that, I mean, I don't think that it's an amazing show, but I think One Day at a Time could have gotten a comedy nod in terms mm. of other things that have gotten comedy nods. I mean, how long did Modern Family, like Modern Family just ended its run of nominations, right? Yeah. And Modern Family this is year, mediocre. And it's not great. I mean, Jim Parsons would win every year for Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory So you tell bad. me, what's wrong with One Day at a Time? It's It's the same kind of show. But the only difference is it's about brown people. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And it's a remake. I'm Those not, are I'm, in now. Yeah, and I'm not saying that it's amazing. I'm not saying it deserves awards, but I'm saying it could get a nod. Give a nigga a nod. Nods mm-hmm. help people. Mm-hmm. When you can say, oh, this show's gotten a nod, it helps. Yeah. Like, everyone's like, oh, award shows don't matter. That's fucking stupid. They do matter. Go get, go get you and try and get a job, and then say that you've been nominated for an Emmy. You'll get a job a lot faster than a nigga who hasn't been. Yeah, man. Shit, man. I walked in McDonald's. I was like, give a nigga a job. And they was like, you ain't got Emmy? no Emmys, dog. <laughs> like, nope. It's like, like, you see everybody behind this counter? Well, at least four Emmys apiece. That's why Scott <laughs> Ackerman worked so hard to separate that sketch category. Because for a long time, sketch shows were under one category. It was late night talk shows and sketch shows were in the same category. Mm-hmm. So every year... All these sketch shows would be up be- against like uh, Jay Jimmy, Leno, yeah, and shit like that. And, they're getting beat. and, and Scott Aukerman was like, "Split these, please." Yeah, and then he, they did, and he, he said, "It's like I don't think we can win. Like I don't think Comedy Bang Bang can win, but I know that if our boys get nominated, it helps. They they can get more jobs. Yeah, it's gonna be hard to beat SNL, but but yeah, but just being in the same category as it gives you a lot of play. Uh, it legitimate. It, it it makes you a more legitimate show. Yeah. Which, Super fair. Yeah. I yeah. I mean that's that that's that's how diversity always works. Yeah, they can't I mean uh, you know it's going uh, women, black men, black women like it, it sucks like that it's like molasses. Mm-hmm. Well, who do you who are your favorites then? My I'm favorite sure people I, wanna know. Well, right now I'm so fucking stoked, bro, on uh uh Cat Williams. Getting one. That would be for dumb if he won. Guest actor. I mean that that's fucking tight. It was a very good episode. Yeah. Uh that would be dope. Uh man, I don't know, man. Writing is hard this year because I fucking love Barry. Mm-hmm. Barry's a very good show. I don't know if you checked it out yet. I'd hi- I'd highly recommend it. I mean Kirby's on it. She kills it. Uh but I'd also want Atlanta to get another one too. Yeah. So I'm like stuck in between those of like which one? This past season of Atlanta was great. It is it was the best written season. Um, Stephanie Robinson, I think, definitely deserves one for that barbershop episode. Yeah, uh, I think that, that was the one was that great. was nominated for writing, and I would love to see because then she, I mean, she'd be the second black woman ever to win. Yeah, uh, and it would be in three years. That would be dope. Two black women in three years would be lit as fuck. Um, also, Barry Barry's uh, rope is a lot longer. Like. Barry, like Barry is on have, HBO. They'll, they'll have, have more chances. times. Yeah, they'll yeah. have chances. I mean, Atlanta coming back. Atlanta is coming back too, but you know, shown after a certain while, this is another gripe with the whole diversity push. After a certain while, it's like, okay, yeah, you got it. Yeah, Issa, Issa just got her first nod. Yeah, actress. Uh, man, was she in a tough category? Yeah, she's not going to win, but <laughs> Jakeez she... Jakeez immediately gave up. He was like, no, nah, she's not winning. <laughs> she's not. And, and, uh, and that's okay. Else? I don't remember who else is nominated with her. But... It's, I mean, it's okay for her not to win because it's the whole, you don't have to be extraordinary to be great. Yeah. You know, she can be She can be she's not She's already favorite. great by being nominated. Yeah. She's she already doesn't... great. Yeah. Uh, yes, thank you. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean... That's who I'm mostly looking out for. I mean, I'm I'm taking on the Issa Rae strategy of I'm rooting for everybody black. Uh, but hey man. 
I call I, that the Family Feud strategy. Yeah. <laughs> Every time you watch Family Feud and it's a black, it's a black family on I'm there. I'm rooting for that family. You're rooting for that black family, Absolutely. dude. Absolutely. Beat that white family. <laughs> uh, but also, I'm looking out. Here's what I'm really looking out for, and this is for all the very nerdy television people. Look at how many awards go to streaming services this year. That's really important, man. I think we're watching the death of broadcast television right before our eyes. I mean, what you're really watching is you're really watching the death of the actor's paycheck. The more fucking shows that go to streaming, and more not Netflix got the most nominations this year. They got they they Uh, they whipped HBO's ass, bro. The more show streaming is great. Streaming is great, but let me tell y'all something. For as the actor in the room, uh. We get paid like shit compared to what we used to get paid before uh-huh. streaming took off, before commercials went away, uh-huh. while y'all niggas started talking about I can't watch commercials. Uh, you know, I mean, people, Netflix, they're, they're notorious with how tough they are with their co-star and guest star uh, give outs. Yeah, they are. And Real bad. Yeah, man. Uh, you're getting a lot of people out here who are... Busting their ass, making full seasons of shit before it comes out, and they getting paid less than one nigga on Big Bang Theory. Yeah, for right. half episode. You're right, and, it, and <laughs> like, like it's it's unfair, and it's only getting it's only gonna get worse, bro. Because all these networks, I don't know if you've been watching, uh, but Fox, I think I've said this before, and I might be incorrect about it, but I think they're down to one live action scripted show. I listen to the comedy realm. Just mm-hmm. one. It's crazy. They're, everyone's closing down shop, bro. And yeah, it sucks because streaming does not pay as well. But I think that that will change. I think, you know, well, I mean, this is why you got to fuck with your unions. Because the unions say, are about to. Strike. Yeah, the unions are about <laughs> yeah. to fuck shit up. It's about but, to be a strike, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, has there ever been an actor strike? An actor union strike? I know there's been one on the writer's side. I remember the one on the writer's side. Uh, I don't know if Sex couple- ever. Uh, Man, st- st- strike before that would be dope. I mean, it would be extra. It'd be extra as fuck. Can you it'd imagine be... all the all the SAG actors? Well, going that's on the strike? thing. Is like, your waiters in SAG, right? So they wouldn't go. <laughs> They'd be like, "Oh shit, y'all on strike? I'm in there." Yeah, that's the thing is that you would get the most niggas crossing the picket line if you <laughs> SAG went yeah, on strike. Everybody is in SAG. Like, yeah. it's kind of wild. Like, the the requirements for it aren't that much. I've only been on one movie, one TV show, and I'm SAG eligible. Am I ever going to pay those dues? You better believe not. Well, but, the next thing you book, you have to. Yeah, I know. But that's why I'm not out here trying to book that next thing. But it's wild. Uh, it is wild. It is wild. Speaking of performances, we're heading out of here. Yeah. Today was a chill episode. It was a chill episode. We talked about things that we liked. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. No, we didn't get angry. We didn't get upset. I'm angry. I'm angry. At, I'm still angry about the fucking Volkswagen people. <laughs> I just feel like everything today has been like spend money, jockeys. I mean, uh, that's... and and I'm also like that because I just had to buy a new car. And, and you I also was... just watched Sorry to Bother You, which is like such a poor like ass niggas. It, it, <laughs> it's it's poor money. ass niggas, and it's also like such a fuck you to capitalism. Like yeah. it's just like you're very dumb for being in this capitalist system. So it, yeah. like. When I thought about how much money I spent to see that movie, it did depress me a little bit. Yeah, I was like, God damn, man. Uh, brother out here about to be homeless, y'all. Send him Venmo request. Stop. Six hundred dollars a piece. Asking for Venmo request. <laughs> it's not true. Please birthday. don't. Please don't uh, send. Please don't send. Um, uh, please don't send. Venmo. I'm joking. Well, where, where, where can people find us at your keys? Uh, the streets. Yeah, basically. Uh, check out Sad Boy Edgar if you haven't checked it out already. Uh, first episode dropped on Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been fun uh, reading. Uh, your guys' responses to it. There's a guy who uh, I'm sure is going to respond to every episode. I don't get it. And I promise I will retweet every single one of them. Who? There's this guy. He responded to the, the teaser episode. He said, I don't get it. And then he responded to the episode today. Or, well, we record on Mondays. But he responded to the episode and he said, I don't get it. And I'm like, I'm going to keep retweeting these. These are funny as fuck to me. Good. He gets it, probably. Especially if he keeps doing it. Then yeah. He's in on a bit. He gets it 100%. Just like everybody gets it. Culture Kings Pod. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. So that's where you can hit us up at. You know the drill. Talk to us. Follow us. At Edgar Montplazier. At Jacques Neal. 
guys, it's been real. It's been real out here. I want to leave you with a deep cut that's not so old. This deep cut is actually a cover. Mm. Speaking of, you know, sorry to bother you, Lakeith Stanfield, who got his fame from Atlanta, which is the brainchild of Donald Glover. Wait. Alter ego. Can I stop you for a second? Yeah. For the person that just tweeted at us saying we better talk about this Hulk Hogan foolishness, uh, we're not going to because we just finished recording the episode. That's all I got to say. We literally just finished. But I guess Hulk Hogan just did something. Yeah, reinstated. We're sorry. He got reinstated in the WWE Hall of Fame. Unless he did something in the two hours we've been in here. Uh, <laughs> but... That's, if that's what you want us to respond to, I will simply say, what the fuck did you expect? And that's it. Deep Cut of the Week is a cover of Redbone, and I'm talking Childish Gambino's Redbone. This track is so fucking hot by Northeast Party House. It is a fucking good one. Go check these guys out. Love this song. Like this song. We'll do the same for you. Coach of Kings is out. We'll be back. Now don't you close your eyes